How's everybody doing? Great. Good, 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 good. Um, I have a, a message that I think today is going to really encourage you. I hope it does. I hope it moves you forward. Um, many of you who study our nine Declaration of Principles, um, the book that is mentioned that we use and we embrace uh, is the Bible, among all uh, other books as well. Um, I've studied the Bible my whole life, and so it's the one I'm closest to. It's the one I get most of my stories from. And it is a metaphysician's wonder, story after story after story after story, we can apply to our life and go beyond this physical realm and understand what we need to understand to live better. So there's a story about a man named Lazarus. Who knows who Lazarus is in the room, right? If you've been raised in church at all or went to Sunday school, you, you know this story. But I'm going to apply it to our lives this morning. Jesus had, of course, in our neighborhood, what we call a posse. Okay. <laughs> Jesus had his peeps, all right? His three top best friends were Peter, James, and John, of the disciples. And then he had Mary Magdalene and her sister Martha. And Lazarus was the brother of those two. And so they were all real tight, hung out together always, that whole thing. So Jesus was traveling and he was teaching when he got word that Lazarus was home sick. And so Jesus really, he acknowledged that he was sick, but Jesus said, ah, don't worry about it, it's okay, he'll be all right, he's not going to die. Okay, so when you hear somebody sick, you say, oh, are they in the hospital? No, they're just going to die, never mind, they'll be all right, and they're going to die. Okay, oh, he's okay, he won't die. So Jesus didn't hurry, he stayed where he was, and he finished what he was doing. <clears throat> By the time Jesus got back, Lazarus actually did die and had been in a tomb sealed with the rock for four days in that tomb, wrapped in these great clothes and, and everything. So Jesus gets back and Lazarus is dead and he goes to visit his sisters, Mary and Martha. Martha, of course, had already greeted him, but Mary stayed home and not Mary his mother, Mary his friend, Mary Magdalene, uh, you know, the prostitute. Yeah, Jesus always picked uh, the ones who needed to come up. You know what I'm saying? And if you if you listen to rap at all, come up means something better. It means a higher quality of something. Okay. So uh, Jesus spoke to Mary, and then Mary said, "Jesus, if you were here, he would not have died. And so you should have been here to pray for him, so he would be okay." And so Jesus went to the tomb and a lot of people followed him and he went to the tomb and he asked them to roll the stone away and the first thing Martha said was Jesus we can't roll the stone away he's been in there for four days he stinks it's going to stink you can't do that but they rolled the stone away and Jesus said Lazarus come forth so Lazarus came back into this present world, into this physical body, came up, walked out of the tomb, still wrapped in his stinky grave clothes, okay? Most of you ladies won't go out of the house without makeup on, let alone in your grave clothes, right? Okay. <laughs> but he came out, and Jesus said, untangle him from all that and let him go. So he actually was risen from the dead. Now, how does that apply to your life? Let me take all of these different factors. Lazarus represents 
your dreams that you let die. Dreams for yourself, things that you wanted to do that you just let go. Jesus represents your free will and what you did about it and what you still can do about it. Jesus represents the faith in yourself to bring those things that you let die back to life. Martha and Mary and their protest represents friends and family and others around you who may be naysayers now that you want to wake your dream back up. So you might say, uh, at this point, I, it's really not probable or practical that I want to be a ballet dancer at this point. Okay? <laughs> but there are other things that I may want to be that I let die. Maybe you really had a passion for them when you were younger. And maybe your friends and your family, maybe they supported you. Maybe they thought it was that direction you should go. Maybe they said, hey, you're really good at this. Maybe you should go that direction. You're really good at it. And then maybe you lost faith in yourself. Maybe you got busy doing other things. And so you just let it go and it died on you. And then now you're starting to revisit that. And you think, maybe I shouldn't let that thing die. Maybe I should be thinking about that. And so now you may try to resurrect it. Now all the friends and family who were pushing you to do it, when they recognized that was in you way back then, now they're all saying, oh, no, you can't. That idea stinks. Don't open that back up again. That stinks. You already got going what you got going. You know, don't be doing that. You can't be doing that now. Everybody understand what I'm saying? So what I want to encourage everybody in this room to do is call your dream forward. I want you to think as I'm speaking even right now, what is that thing that you're dreaming about that still, if you wake it back up and you give it some energy, can you raise that dream back from the dead and can you make it work for you again? And then I want to challenge you to take that step of faith, just like Jesus said, and say, dream, come forth again. Come back again. I remember Kay, we talked about this in class. I felt like this was going to be helpful, helpful to some. And we, especially, this can matter for everyone, but I'm especially speaking of those who've already lived a little bit of life. And I'm already looking in the room, the youth are upstairs, they're still finding their dreams. They're still being encouraged. They haven't lived what I'm, I'm necessarily talking about. But all of us in this room I know have lived that. So has everyone located your dream? Who in the room still has a dream that you let die? Who, really raise your hand. Go ahead if you want to. You had a dream, you let it die. Okay. Who thinks that you could believe what I'm saying today and that if you have enough faith in yourself, you might just be able to call that thing forward again and say, come out of the tomb, let me wake it back up. See all those hands? See all those hands? What that means is you can. By raising your hand, you just said and you just affirmed that you believe 
that you can call that dead thing forward and you could put its stinky self in front of you and you can work it and you can make it come right back to life again and you can let it go. What is that dream? Some people, there are a lot of people say they'd like to write a book. Writing a book is a wonderful idea. Who'd like to write a book? Who's ever said that? I want to say the answer is okay. Then, then let's write that book. Let's write that book. And let's not let anything stop you. You never know what's going to happen with your story. You never know. You know, as part of my life and part of my teaching, private coaching and teaching, I also teach songwriting. And one of the principles that I teach about songwriting is there's no such thing as a good song or a bad song. There's only such a thing as how many people are willing to listen to your song. So you never know what God wants to do with that. I've heard many rotten songs that are on Top 40 Radio. Amen. And you say, how on earth did that get there? <laughs> and then in private, as I work with my students and I work with other professional musicians, they play some of the most magnificent music, some of the most beautiful lyrics that I've ever heard, most beautiful melodies that I've ever heard. And those songs just sit there for years and they don't really go anywhere. But the ultimate purpose of that song is it was created from within that person. And that in itself brings that personal joy, whether anybody else wants to hear it or not. Um, like the Karen Carpenter song, who in the room knows Karen Carpenter? I'm aging myself. Okay, yeah. She said, her song says, sing a song, and then the line says, don't worry that it's not good enough for anyone else to hear. Just sing. Just sing. Don't worry that your dream might be called stinky by other people. Dream it. Call it forward. Say, come out of that tomb and make that happen for yourself. So if you want to write a book, start writing. I'm in the process of that same thing myself. And my writing mentor tells me, don't plan it, just start writing. And uh, I don't know why I'm more awful lot about some of you. It might be a tell-all. Some of y'all are going to be worried when I'm uh, now, when I write my book, the biggest thing happened to have is I'm telling myself. So, as as our buddy and drummer Daryl hides his face in his hat when I mentioned that. So, yeah, I'm telling you, Daryl. So, everybody, see what I'm saying? So, what we want to do, and with what Metaphysical Chapel of South Florida represents, what we mean when Reverend Kevin has us say that we're here to create a space that transforms lives to greatness. Part of that is we're here to help you call your dream forward, to help you realize it. We're here to say your dream doesn't stink. Your dream can come forward. Your dream can come out of that tomb. We're here to stand with you. We're here to roll the stone away from you and say wake it right back up again. And the more you are a part of this community, that we call Metaphysical Chapel, whether it's on a Sunday, or whether it's our Saturday psychic fairs that are amazing, or whether it's the events we have, uh, like the events we've been having this weekend, we're gonna have tomorrow night. All of that is a part of our community, 
And all of those things gathered together is the formula that gives you the faith to look inside your tomb and say, dream, come forward. Dream, let's make it happen. Okay? So I want everybody to take your hands just like this. I want you to stretch them forward. And I want you to not close your eyes. But as you look forward, not at me, but look forward at something. And imagine that that stone is rolled away from that tomb. And I want you to look at that empty exit way and just affirm this with me and say this. Dream come forward. Dream come forward. Dream come forth. Dream come forth. Dream come alive. Dream come alive. You do not stink. You are brand new. You are brand new. And I breathe fresh life into you. And everybody say amen. 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 I meant to say, I meant to say dream come forth and then come forward, and I said dream come forth. So some of you repeated, you said dream come forth. <laughs> so, yeah, that's one of my dreams, to learn how to speak properly. That would be, that would be a nice place to start, that's for sure. But really, it's a, it's a short message. I know it's, it, it's a short message this morning, it's simple. But it, I just want you to grab the clarity of that. And I don't want you to let it go. Don't let uh, just this small 15 minutes of time that I've spoken, don't let that uh, be diluted by everything that's going to distract you. You called it forth this morning. So walk out this door today knowing that you did it and start putting action to your faith. Start doing it. As Jesus said about Lazarus, untie him from all that stuff and let him go. So look at your dream and say, untie my dream from all that stuff and let it go and let it happen. And when you need help, when you need reinforcement, when you need more faith, when you need more information, all you have to do is come back Allow our community to embrace you and allow our community to do what we know how to do to help you be the best success that you can be in your life. So can I get an amen from everybody? Amen. All right. God bless you. Thank you so much. Thank you.